0: This Thursday Night Football Props and Brandon Jacobs interview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by Win Bet. Bet $100 at Win Bet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to Sports Gambling slash Win Bet. That's Sports Gambling slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today.
1: What's up, everybody? You're watching SGPN. Fuck the Cowboys. Let's go, baby.
0: To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer?
2: Dog? Uh, if you typically skip over the station ID at the top of the show, strongly Dog. recommend all timer.
0: Yes. Uh Brandon Jacobs, who will be joining us later on in the show. You see how excited Sean was to talk to a giant?
2: <laughs> Very, I mean. Sean, you got you got to admit, even though you won't tell your dad about this, but even well, he
0: did win me over when it, well again. Don't
2: don't spoil it, but there,
0: he had some pro Eagles comments. Just just
2: saying, I I I've never I didn't anticipate you would have been so into talking to a former Giant, great two time Super Bowl champion,
0: <laughs> Brandon Jacob. Uh, he was he was a fun interview. So looking forward to you guys hearing that. Before we got that, we have going to give out our three favorite Thursday night prop bets. Of course we have a win bet, build your own bet and uh first touchdown plays as well. Of course Ryan, yes. uh, Dolphins, Bengals right now the line's sitting over at 4 at win bet. A lot of it is because of um you know Tua and his injury news. Do you uh, think Ever- this is splitting the difference between a two like line a and a, a kind of line? in between line? I wonder if if Bridgewater is announced as a starter. What is? The, they, I feel like they got to make it at least Dolphins t- plus seven. Right? Feels a
2: little bit like the Brissett thing. They're splitting the difference because this goes to a touchdown, right? Yeah. If it, if it's Bridgewater, maybe even if seven it's, and a half. Probably. If it's Tua, is it three?
0: I I feel like probably three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting, and a lot of people thought uh, Tua had a concussion. He said that's not it. He even clarified uh, NFL t- the
2: NFLPA is launching an investigation. Yeah.
0: He he did clarify though in a uh, press conference today. I broke my back.
2: What do you mean by that? You broke your back, back is broken. What a, a vertebrae or, or well, a portion?
0: Spinal. <laughs> Wait, oh, can man. we
2: can we get that one more time, please? Yes. I, I just this uh,
0: is an all-time uh, someone tweeted out the meme of like the people inter- asking to uh, about his injury and I broke my back.
2: What do you mean by that? You broke back is broken. What po- uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion spinal <laughs> and- Jim, Jim gray, hard-hitting journalist.
0: spinal. So we have a new to drop. Cause the duck he's balling out. The duck is not fair. It is spinal. <laughs> That's the new uh yeah, Save the drink.
2: Duck for Jimmy G and Matt Ryan. Exactly.
0: Washed old quarterbacks. Oh man, got some props, got some build your own bet. You can start uh building your own bet over at sports slash win bets. Listen to us going to work, crafting up some huge, huge parlays. Same game parlays. You got to get down on these. Bet $100. Win $100. You can do it all over at slash win bet. That's right. And if you're in a win bet casino state, 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. They're live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. More States on the way sports gambling slash W Y N and B E T to claim your free bet today. Offer subjects change service conditions at went bad.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where played through when is available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. also brought to you by Babel. That's right. Babel makes learning a foreign language easy for years. I dreaded learning a foreign language because I associated it with my super mean um, Spanish teacher in high school. Shout out to senorita Rivas. Uh, just, it was no fun. And learning a language should be fun. You're going on vacation, maybe uh you know, you you, you met a gal down in Colombia, you want to learn her language and impress her with your español. I enjoy hablando español. Also, they got you covered for French, Italian, German, up to 14 different languages. Speech recognition technology. I I've tried other ones, you know, like ones where it's like, ah, oh, hey, you you mess around with it." Um, I don't I don't feel like I got don't feel like I got great results. Babble though, uh, podcasts, games, video, stories, they it, they make it fun, and i and fifty five percent off your subscription. b a b b e l dot com slash s g p. That's Babbel. b a b b e l dot com slash s g p for up to fifty five percent off your subscription. Babbel language for life. Ciao, <laughs> ciao, <laughs> Bella.
2: Uh, I almost chimed in there when you were talking about different languages. Chow, such a great <laughs> word. International folks are so ciao, mysterious. Chow is very good. Chow.
0: All right, Ryan. Uh, and a lot of the um, a lot of the passing and receiving props aren't up for the Dolphins side. Why? Uh, why do we think that is? Well, just because the uncertainty with two. Spinal. That's, yeah.
2: And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going. I was going, putting the ball on the teeth. Well,
0: right? you know, he's on the other page. final uh-huh. great,
2: uh, Need to upgrade that to the first page. All I'll right. go
0: first Joe burrow over 266 and a half passing yards. I, I think there's, you know, this Miami defense, I feel like might be a little gassed. They were out on that field, that hot Miami field for uh, a number of plays. The majority, like the uh, bills dominated the time of possession. I imagine they've got to be pretty exhausted. And then you go and then maybe you're dealing with preparing for a hurricane and a short week to travel out uh Thursday night that just feels like a lot I think Joe Burrow
2: I forget do we apply the like having to deal with family members and evacuations do we apply that to the end to the pros or just the just colleges
0: yeah I don't know I
2: mean it's, oh, no, it's a serious question because I I do think we have Tampa is being evacuated this week no like,
0: like I feel like it, that's gotta it's got to be a distraction. Now, Do you just
2: leave on the road trip earlier and now you're dealing with the wife calling you like where where would you put the keys to the
0: truck? Uh, there's a lot of moving parts. Either way, I think I think Burrow uh if they can give him a little bit of time and and that could be the that could be the issue. Here's the thing, is like even if even if the Dolphins jump out to a big lead, I think they can the the Bengals can play catch up and you can get there or even if they're playing from uh, in front, I think they're going to want to pass a bunch. So, give me Joe Burrow over 266 and a half.
2: I was looking up the uh, four, four, forty minutes and forty seconds to nineteen minutes and twenty seconds. Uh, that that's you don't see that in the NFL too often, right? I mean, the fact that Josh Allen had sixty-three attempts. I mean that
0: no, and and so I imagine that that's got to impact the uh, the Dolphins' defense, who's dealing with their with their own uh, injuries as well. So well, Tua, uh, yeah, well, uh, to, uh, the Tua the final aside, It's final aside. Final. Yeah, they they got their hands full. So uh, I'm going over on Burrow passing yards.
2: All right, I am I thought we were going to say the same thing. I actually went over on his interceptions. Uh, really? Y- well, I think you still have Xavier Howard. You still have a competent secondary. We saw the dropped interceptions last week. So just from a, a dare I call it interception regression. Mm. I mean, think about it. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, there's not much difference in terms of their amount of fucks to give when it comes to throwing an interception. Their willingness to put the ball in a tight spot And you know, I think Joe burrow needs needs to show out here. So I think he's going to throw a lot of passes. I don't, I don't foresee a version of this game where they're just pounding, like draining the clock on Thursday night. And I think honestly I'm betting both I know we don't have props for the Dolphins, but this is a Thursday night bet both quarterbacks to throw a pick kind of kind of game.
0: Xavier Howard is uh, dealing with a groin issue, or at Mm. least he was going into that Bills game. Oh, he played.
2: Yeah, he played. I'm just saying he didn't shut down Diggs all the way, but he didn't. He also didn't trail Diggs all the time. So
0: well, and then and that's the thing. Your groin injury. You were out there for how many plays, and then you got a short travel week. That could be trouble
2: Uh, for me. So you don't think Joe Burrow is going to throw an interception?
0: Uh no. I'm I i I'm, I'm fine taking that. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, plus odds, plus 110. It just seemed wrong.
0: Yeah. He threw four in that first game. He seems like he figured I mean, it out. Joshua
2: tried so hard to throw an interception. <laughs> I,
0: the, yeah. And, uh, they're due just off that. Um, next one Tyler Boyd over 37 and a half receiving yards. I, I know T. Higgins also dealing with a. Spinal. But that guy got lit up. I, I feel like even if he does play, which it seems like he's going to play he's gotta have th- that bell ringing. It's gotta be going on a little bit. And, and they seem to be scheming up stuff to go out of their way to get Tyler Boyd going. Um, and I think, you know, they, they aren't doing a ton to the tight end, at least volume wise. Although interesting, uh, interesting for such an options. I I do think uh, Tyler Boyd gets over 37 and a half. All right. Uh, so I am And all- and Higgins and was at least knocked out of that game for a little while, right? Or Yeah, he-
2: again, I went back. We sh- we haven't gotten to watch that game tape yet, but I I do want to watch it because I I don't remember hearing about him going into the protocol or doing anything like that. It yeah. was clearly a back injury, I guess. And many people uh, he's he came back. He he played plays after that. So it's very confusing. So I guess Coming track- off
0: a, coming off a game too. 4 for 105 for Tyler Boyd. I mean, I don't think he's going to do 105 again, but 37 and a half feels very reasonable. It
2: was a badass play when he caught that ball and just ran over the safety and took it to the house. All right, so I'm well, and he
0: should have had another one. They they I uh they had some design run for him that got called back. So
2: so we're laying some chalk here, which I never like to do, but Joe Burrow to go over one and a half passing touchdowns again. I think I think we're going to see like Josh Allen just threw the ball 63 times against this team in a game. They only scored 17 points, Sean. I think Joe Burrow is going to throw the ball a bit bit here. I I don't think they're going to fix their team by changing who they are. I think they're going to fix the the pass blocking, and they're going to Joe Burrow is going to continue to be Joe Burrow. So Joe Burrow to only have one touchdown in this game seems, again, just seems like an odd way to play the game out. I'm I'm bullish on on Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm laying the the chalk here minus one fifty for him to go over one and a half touchdowns. Yeah, Um, well, my my projection model has two point two in this game. (laughs) You're wondering.
0: Uh, for me, I I think they might have a little a couple issues in the red zone. Either way, Evan Money McPherson over one and a half field goals minus 120. We keep seeing these games where the unders hit in prime time. I don't know if it's just the short week and they don't have enough time to prepare. Graham Gano got there uh, for no. me uh, Monday night.
2: Best guy on the team. Well, and and hopefully we've cut that lineman that stepped on his foot.
0: And we're trying to hurt hurt the gold. <laughs> uh Evan McPherson over one and a half field goals minus one twenty. Oh, we're lockstep, dude. I'm, I'm two, he's he's gotten seven so far this season, two three, two. Feels like two is uh easy money. Right? What extra am I missing? Points,
2: though. Two and a half extra points.
0: Two and a half extra points. Yeah. Okay.
2: I like that better because I, I it's a touchdown game for me. Really? It's a touchdown game for me. I I you know what we're gonna see? What? I, I went on a number of shows that aren't ours, and I explained the same thing I explained on our show. We're going to see we're going to see a gross win with this Miami team. We might see a gross win with the Colts. I I feel like this week's uh, we're going to see a blowout. Uh, the more I'm getting to it, the more, and I haven't fu- finished my handicap, but I'm really worried about what we're going to be saying about this Dolphins team in a week. I think we might re- be reappropriating the duck calls.
0: Well, Ryan, uh, for a team that's three and zero, oh, and you're an advanced analytics uh, guy, unlike myself, gut handicapper, yeah. but you've pointed out their expected win rate yeah. has been for a 3 and 0 team is really crazy right
2: the last two game i mean i don't i don't have the exact number so i feel uncomfortable saying this but i believe that their cumulative post game win expectancy yes is less than like basically so think about it this way if you were to uh, 100% means you win the game like yeah. 100% of the time so times 3 so 300% would be your maximum if you dominated three games their post game win expectancy, their cum the sum of the three games is still less than a hundred percent. They're three so and zero.
0: They should, you know, if you're using like the no! like the expected value, whatever. They haven't even gotten to like one guaranteed win. Math. I, I right? would say
2: that. So let's say you you were 40 in three games. That would yeah. be one hundred eighty percent. 180.
0: Oh, if you were 60 40 positive.
2: Yeah. in three, if you won all three of your games as a minus minus one fifty dog is 60 yeah. 40, we would expect you to have a cumulative 180% at this point. Theirs is under a hundred. I, I just see It's that, it's really sh- an outlier. They, they should, they could be 0 and three. Like that's the statement. They could have lost all three games and we are praising them for it, but as as no, as, they deserve as credit mar-
0: for getting those wins. Yeah, but they have a lot of signs of a team. Oh, I don't want to. They played. The- they've played great teams too. I feel
2: like we're doing the the picks the episode, Patriots. but I and I don't. But so, you know, we are uh, we are ma- market thought leaders, <laughs> and this is an obvious spot to me. So, and I think the odds makers being confused is giving us an opportunity to maybe get ahead of it. Because if you think about it, like you're listening to this, uh, you're you're probably. Well, there's no to me, there's no disadvantage to betting it now because it's what's the worst case scenario? Yeah. You miss out on a three and a half or three. True. Yeah. All right.
0: For such dance? Yeah. All right. I'll go first, Ryan. Or do you want me no, to no. you're I, the king. I have a I have I'm a, here to serve my lord. I, I'll say this right. My now. liege. I am prepared
2: to fire on nine different angles. So <laughs> whatever wherever you go, I can choose my own adventure afterwards.
0: All right. Um, River Craycraft. Uh, Ryan and I were talking about him. He is 28 to one, two catches on three red zone targets for the Dolphins, plus just a super, um, super fun name, right? Like River Craycraft? Cray Cray. Yeah, he's
2: fun. I like him.
0: Totally in on him. And then who else do we have? Uh, this one's pretty interesting. I saw them scheming him up near the goal line. Didn't get it uh, in the in the Bills game, but Trent Sherfield thirty to one. Like the I anytime don't, I don't
2: like that you took that one.
0: Anytime they're scheming up for a guy in the red zone, that is that is someone you're going to add to your list.
2: I shouldn't let you go first this time.
0: Joe Burrow twenty five to one because it's prime time. Smoking Joe. He's again he's not usually a uh, big rusher. Um, He's got uh, he's got fifteen carries so far. Uh, this Smokey season. Joe, prime time. Yeah, I mean, streaming for all the kids to see. He looks like he's got a. It just you saw how fired up he was. I don't think he's going to go out uh, without swinging. So Joe Burrow, twenty-five to one. I think he realizes they're kind of a desperate team. They need to say they need this win to get the season back on track. Last but not least, Mitchell yep. Wilcox for the Yo, you Cincinnati motherfucker. Bengals. You motherfucker.
2: He is out snapping no, Hayden Hurst. You. Uh, you don't get to take this one, dude. He has. We talked about this earlier. I said, I go, Sean. Do you know who Mitchell Wilcox is? You, I don't no idea. And then I subliminally it just entered must, your brain.
0: I swear to God, you I did not. Son of a bitch. I did not. I completely tuned yes. that out because I'd never heard of him, and I started <laughs> looking at the depth chart of. What was the, the price you got on that? Forty to one. Forty-five to one. Okay. Um, either way, he's getting more snaps than Hayden yeah. Hurst. Yeah. by, a, by like a decent margin.
2: Yeah. No, I, I was
0: looking at like, Asi Well, he, he wasn't his, his snaps are falling off.
2: Additional context. Hayden Hurst dealing. Uh, he had a setback last week in practice going into the game. Uh, so there is still injury concern there. He obviously, to your point, he, he was out snapped. Uh, we love playing backup tight ends anyway. So is this, you gave out your four this week. Yep. Nice. All right. So uh, unfortunately I'm going to have, we're going to have some overlay together here. That's fine. Right? Um, We've done well, yeah. When we
0: have the same ones, those are the ones that catch.
2: Uh, so, we're gonna play the game of a little bit of chalk and a little bit of not chalk. Uh, Chase Edmonds is getting 100% of the goal line carries. Uh, Raheem Oster did receive one carry inside the 20, but uh, everything else is going to Edmonds. So, I'm eating a little chalk here 10 to 1 with Edmonds. I love your cray uh, cray. cray. Uh, but my nugget on Trent Shurfield was stronger. He is the only member of the Miami dolphins to receive a red zone target in every single week. Is that, that's almost not believable. No, I, I mean, it, he's the just only watching
0: it. You see them going out of their way to get one the ball. step
2: further. He's the only guy in this game that's received a red zone target every week. Trent Shurfield.
0: Trent Shurfield. remember that name. All right,
2: so thirty to one. Uh, so we got a ten to one and a thirty-one on the Dolphin side. To the chalk for my uh, Bengals is going to be T. Higgins. I, I think you know. I, I understand that he got hurt. It sounds like he'll be fine. And this is I, I again, I'm going to fade the number one guy in this Miami game. I'll, I'll check the injury report when it comes to Howard and the cornerbacks. But I like again, I, I T Higgins, another one. If you remove the first game of the season when Jamar Chase received. Six red zone targets after T. Higgins went out. T. Higgins three red zone targets on the season. Jamar Chase two red zone targets on the season. T. Yes, Higgins sir. ten to one. And then, as you mentioned, Mitchell Wilcox. Uh, I, I literally said to Sean earlier when he said I didn't know who that was. I go, I still got it. <laughs> Sean's this deep into it. He I, ho-
0: I honestly completely so, forgot about that. Mitchell Wilcox is
2: going to win. This is going to be Will Disley two point oh. Let's fucking go.
0: One hundred percent. Uh <laughs> Closing it out before we get to the Brandon Jacobs interview coming up here in a minute. Uh, build your own bet courtesy of WinBet Sports dot com slash WinBet. For me, Joe Burrow anytime touchdown, love that, uh, and that's a really good price on it too. Tyler Boyd uh, to have thirty five and more receiving yards. Joe Burrow two hundred and eighty uh, pass yards plus. Ryan, what do you think that's at? <sighs>
2: I don't know. Who, who was your anytime, Tyler, Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe Burrow. Oh, that'd be good then. Cause the Joe burrow anytime I'm sure is four to one, 17
0: to one. to one. Let's okay. go baby. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Uh,
2: what do you got Kramer? All right. So um, I, I kind of like, I like it to be a, I like it to be a T Higgins game. Mm. I like it to be a little bit of a blowout. A- and I think Joe burrow is going to have himself a bit of a game. So here's what we put together. Joe burrow, two touchdowns. Easy, right? That's not a hard thing for him to do. T Higgins touchdown, T Higgins 90 yards, and Bengals to win the game by nine and a half points. Little onslaught correlation. Mm. a 10 to one, please. Oh my
0: God.
2: All right. Let's well, cash. You know, Sean, I feel like a couple of years ago when we were doing these D only bets, we used to get it up to like <laughs> 200 to one.
0: I feel like we never hit those. Uh these win build a bet. I have oh, already hit one. So. What are
2: you saying? A hundred to one hard to hit
0: <laughs> For some people, for some people, Coward. right not for true. Castag only. hey, speaking of dungeons only, you're gonna love no house advantage. Uh, it's it's a dynamic fantasy sports platform. Really enjoy it. again, um it's it's DFS, but instead of, you know, players and their and their price salary cap, it is just over under player props. You rank it from ten to zero, or sorry, ten to one. Uh, your confidence, essentially, on them hitting the props. Or if you don't want to do like the GPP DFS type contest where you can win two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you can play versus the house. You go five and zero on your player props. You win twenty x. What's great about it is uh, NFL, NBA is coming back, MLB, PGA, MMA, NASCAR. They have it all. Nohouseadvantage.com. Use a promo code SGPN. Nohouseadvantage.com promo code SGPN or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. Sean,
2: real quick, the the uh, it was described to me perfectly by someone who tried out no house advantage. It's the parlay card. Mm. It's a parlay card yeah. for props. Love it. That's exactly what it is.
0: It is it again, I know the listeners, you guys are gonna like it. And uh same for promoguide.us, it is the best place to go. If you're looking for plus EV betting strategies, they got daily updates on odd boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sportsbooks, And they got a VIP discord group that puts even deeper EV analytics right at your fingertips. Again, we've been looking at their daily uh, promo updates. They do it once a day. You got to check it out. Uh, They simply don't tell you. It's not just like which team is probable to win, but where you can get the best odds, how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promos. I know they just hit a big one off of a Monday night. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with all your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all that is, of course, Promo Guy, run by a small team of passionate sports fans. We've had Sam on his show. Big uh, Michigan State fan, dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to PromoGuy.us and check out their 100% track, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check them out. PromoGuy.us. joining us on the line, two-time super bowl champion host of the new podcast, 27 and Q Brandon Jacobs. Brandon, appreciate you calling in, man.
1: Hey man, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. You know, I'm looking you, forward to it.
2: So Brandon, I, when, when, when we found out that you were going to come on the show, Sean being an Eagles fan, I could tell he wasn't all that excited. <laughs> but, oh, that's sad. but what I told him was, Hey man, Brandon is a guy. We can bond over one thing. Brandon J, One of the reasons that Brandon Jacobs is an all time giant is cause he hated the Cowboys as much as we do. Sean, he hated the Cowboys. And the first thing I want to lead <laughs> off with you see his face. Cause he learned from guys like Michael Strahan. We hate these guys. I got to ask you the super bowl run 2007. When you, when you get into the end zone, was that planned? Did you plan to, to try to break something in the Dallas stadium? And when you threw that football?
1: So listen, man. That that's what like that was the like that's how I really felt about the Cowboys, <laughs> man. Like I scored a touchdown, uh, and I just was just all like I I couldn't hurt anybody else, so I just took the ball and I'm like, ah, oh, like this just pure hate. I still have that ball, and it still have those little circles of the uh, oh, where uh, it hit play the play clock. clock?
0: That's great. The the speed and velocity with with which you whip that football. I'm like, man, that's got some heat on it, Brandon. Maybe you should have been uh, playing quarterback a little bit.
1: Oh uh, man, I, you know I had quarterback knowledge, but I just couldn't throw the ball.
0: <laughs> well, Get and that's,
2: so I got to ask you because the, the hatred was real. Uh, that's how it was back in the day. I know Strahan's talked about this repeatedly about what he learned from Lawrence Taylor and the boys. But when you see the guys out at midfield after the game last night, swapping jerseys, does that, does that hurt your heart a little bit that the hatred isn't there anymore?
1: You know, I'm not going to say it hurt my heart. It's actually a really good idea. (laughs) Believe it or not. I do believe it because you get a chance to collect, you know, some other items from other people that you want to have in your man cave or whatever it is, you know, whatever your relationship is. With that particular person, so I, I do think that part is cool. Uh, does it take away from the competitive nature? If you're really naturally competitive and you want to win and you want to be great, it won't really do anything. It won't. Even, it won't really affect you that way.
2: So you, you were. Uh, I never saw you swapping jerseys with Roy no, Williams we, out there. No. we wasn't doing that.
0: <laughs> um, now, what's your take on the uh, the Giants so far oh, no. this season? Two and one. They've been playing good defense. Uh, it seems like the offensive line, obviously, a bit of an issue, struggling to put up points. But what, what's your take so far on the Giants and and the Brian Dable uh, regime so far?
1: Well, well, uh, Brian, you know Brian Dable. At first, I'm gonna tell you right now, I love the guy. You know, I I, I had a chance to talk to him a little bit. Uh, great guy, man. Great coach. He's just motivated and he's eager to win. You know, and he's trying to use all of his resources that he can possibly use. To pull the team in that direction, a winning a rent, you know, a winning space. Um, he's awesome. So I'm sitting right now where I, I I'm, you know, happy to Johns. We started 2-0, uh, doing some great things on defense, first two weeks of the season. Um gave up a little bit more last night than they have been giving up all season long. Uh I think our offensive line got physically whooped last night by Dallas. Uh, they have been playing well for the, you know, first couple of weeks. And, um, you know, Dallas just pinning ears back, man. And they just, and they were just coming. And it wasn't too much that, you know, that, that we could have did about it. I mean, physically beaten. And uh if we can get that right, everybody wanna harp on Daniel Jones and what's happening with him. I don't think the kid is a bad quarterback. I, I honestly don't. I think he has I think he has a lot of potential. And Everybody say he takes too long with, with the ball. Well, guess what? The routes have to has to develop, and if the line if 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 the line isn't holding up, then he 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 got to scramble, he got to run and try to make plays somehow, some way without taking a sack. So I mean, playing you know playing quarterback you know like like under distress is always hard to do. Now, last night in the Dallas game with um, Cooper, I, I I didn't I didn't we didn't get any pressure on him, so he had a chance to be comfortable in the pocket. Hard. He had a chance to be real comfortable. We didn't give him a chance to, you know, we didn't force him to make a mistake, you know? So he, he went in and he was just just comfortable, you know? I'm good. Are we blocking it up? Delivering the ball all over the place, you know? So um, I think that offensive line needs to get better. I'm not going to give up on Daniel Jones just yet. You know, I like the new regime. I, you, know, I, the, you know, I like everything that they're doing. I'm a little worried about Galladay and what he's <laughs> been doing so far. I mean, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm not really... Down on him. Well, we ain't seen him in the first two weeks. You know, it's the first time we've seen a guy. You well, know, as, so as, this as, is like his week one.
0: Now, as someone in the in the locker room, you have a guy like Kenny Galladay, hypothetically, that's getting paid a ton, that's not getting uh even playing time. What how does does that have an impact on the other players? Do they respect it for the coach going like, hey, you know, Galladay's not putting in the work or he's not doing whatever the coaches need to get that playing time? Or are you, as a player, frustrated to be like, hey, we paid this guy all this money. He should be playing.
1: Well, you gotta be able to get it done, first of all. Um I'm not sure what they, what the other regime saw to offer him the money, but there's no way he can be worth that much money coming from Detroit and coming to the Giants, and he's not performing. I'm 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 thinking there's something else happening in the background that none of us know about. Cause it's not that he don't have ability. Yeah, he had he, he had a drop last night, and then he had a play where he made a big play and it was called back. You know, but this is the first time any like like you know, like anybody said, you know had seen him. So um, I, I think it might be a, some a, you know it's something a little bit bigger going on because usually people don't miss that big and pay someone who's not that good. Seventy-two million dollars—that—that just doesn't happen.
2: And to your point, Coach Dable seems like a pretty straightforward guy. It makes me think that Kenny Dall Holiday is just completely washed up. To to Brandon's earlier point, the most pressures we've ever seen in a football game since they started tracking (laughs) pressures in two thousand nine happened last night. So maybe it wasn't totally on Dan Jones, which makes me uh, transition to to the line. Any chance we can get your son, I know he's only 15 and still in high school, any chance we can get him some, <laughs> a, a tryout with the team? Cause he's, I mean, he's bigger <laughs> than you, Brandon. How, this is amazing.
1: Yeah. He is an awesome kid, man. I love the kid to death, man. He, he is a, the most humble kid that you can meet the most caring kid that you can meet. Like, you know, he's the East type of kid Well, he was his kid, where he, where everybody else in the school. Is going to lunch and going to enjoy themselves in the gym or in the cafeteria. He works with special needs kids. Like he, he was the one doing stuff like that. You know, um, the kid is awesome. He's a big kid, strong kid. He's growing. He's getting better every day. Uh, makes his mistakes. Learn from his mistakes. Understanding people around him, not everyone's gonna like him. He see bad things being said about him on social media. This is the funny <laughs> thing, like daddy, People are really mean. I say, man, go read some of my stuff. Goes, like, teach him find to, out. Yeah, you gotta so teach him to ignore he, the hate. Like, you know, he's great, and he want to play for the Giants. Oh to he play yeah. for the Giants. He said that's where he want to go. So when you get drafted to the Giants,
2: let me ask you this then, as a fellow youth sports coach myself, I'm I assume you coach football but is, was there any other sport that you attempted to coach uh, through his youth sports journey? That was just, you were like, no way. I don't know what I'm doing. This was a bad idea. No, it oh, wasn't. I've nice never job. been
1: put in a, <laughs> it, it, like everything else. I was a fan, like uh, they ran track, uh, they wrestled, you know, they, you know, they swam. You know, not, you so know. So you were the swim coach, Brandon. Swim. <laughs> that, you know, not like that. Trying to show them. No, that would so be I funny if rest. you're
0: still, if you're still the swim coach and you couldn't swim. You're just there for motivation. <laughs> let's go, go harder. Let's yeah, go. You know, hey, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You just go, come yeah, in, give, go. The, go. give the give the swim you team know, a pep talk. Well,
2: I gotta ask. Like when you go to these swim meets, the other team has to be a little intimidated when they see this six foot six, three hundred pound young man jump into the pool. I mean. <laughs>
1: Yo, it is crazy because he stands up on the blocks and uh, he stands up on the blocks and it's like everybody else and then him. Yeah. Like, like, it's you like that video of Andy Reid. And he's right in the middle.
0: Yeah. Andy Reid, like when he man. dominated that the pass, pass punt, <laughs> and kick competition, just looked bigger than everyone else. But.
2: Well, yeah. yeah and, and, he is
1: he's six, six, about 320 right now, so man.
2: Can he take you in wrestling? Like, have you guys ever scrapped it out? Have you lost that edge? No, cause I'm stronger than him.
0: So Oklahoma drill, you're, you're still taking down your son. You I'm got the leverage. Down, I'm
1: stronger than him. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these kids though, a lot of these high school kids though, they look at me and they're like, Coach, I smoke. You know, like man, <laughs> listen, don't have me stretching. I, you know, we can. Got some race, old man stretch
0: going. yeah. Thirty <laughs> minutes.
1: I need, I need like thirty minutes to stretch. You know, and we're gonna be
0: good. <laughs> well, now, now you're, uh, and and congratulations already to your son. Seeing he's getting a ton yeah. of uh, like already offers for D one mm-hmm. schools. Very promising career. You had a, you know, going back to your career, you kind of you started out at a at uh, like you started out community college and then worked your way up. To an SEC school. Was there ever a moment where I mean, imagine when you started playing at a community college? Did you think you had a chance of going pro? Was there was there a moment when you realized like, oh man, i I might be able to go to the next level?
1: Yeah, I was like 10 years old when I got that. Oh, really? I was like 10 years old when I got that moment and I was still in and out of football then, right? I didn't play football from the time I was 10 all the way up through high school. You know, I played, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12. Then went to middle school, played, and that very next year, I, it was the eighth grade, I went to alternative school that didn't have a football team, I had a basketball team, so I didn't play then, and uh went into ninth grade, and they moved me up to varsity, and they put me, and didn't play me, so I quit, I didn't play my sophomore year, I was just chilling, cooling, being just playing basketball, cooling, and then my junior year, I, I went back out, and here we go, but I've been knowing, it, like, ever since I was 19 years old, because It was way too easy. I would catch the ball (laughs) and just outrun everybody, and no one would ever be close. And I'm like, they got to be, you got to run into some competition in a sport at some point, right? So I went to middle school, the same thing, extremely easy. You know, and I had some guys I played against in middle school was good as well, but it was extremely easy, run away from everybody. You know, I got in my freshman year, playing my freshman year, same thing, and then I quit. When they moved me up to varsity, I couldn't play freshman anymore. They put me on varsity. Why not at least let me play on a freshman team? You think it makes sense? But they took me off and then I um didn't play. I quit, didn't play my, my uh sophomore year, quit, went back out my junior year. I'm like, this is still easy. It's <laughs> the same thing. It hasn't gotten hard. And then I didn't start till three like three like three weeks into the season. So I'm like, this is really easy. So senior year, easy. Got got made it to college. A little bit more competitive, you know, a little bit more competitive in junior college, but still was easy. I was the number one player in the country out of non-high school guys and I rushed for like 1,800 yards and got to Auburn like, you know, this is a little bit tougher, but I had two guys in front of me and Ronnie Brown and Cadillac Williams. They got drafted number two and number five overall. And uh, you know, I went to Auburn, played with them my junior year in college. It was still easy, but I didn't get a lot of opportunities. So I left there to go to Southern Illinois.
0: Salukis. It was
1: Salukis. a little bit easier. Yeah, the Salukis, it, it was a little bit easier. I mean, I got there, ran through people, and then I had another counterpart there, Archie Whitlock, who was also there with me. So that was still easy. I mean, I, I averaged like, you know, six, something, you know, six yards, like seven yards a carry or something like that. Then, you know, I'm like, okay, there got to be some competition coming somewhere. And then I got the idea of, oh, uh, it's my time to get up and go through the draft and, you know, so on and so forth. And, you know, that's where the competition came. So that, so that what told me that I'm going to make it because it's too easy. I'm, this this all, all this is too easy right now. If I touched the ball twice. I got two touchdowns.
0: So,
2: so of, the, of those college atmospheres, what was the best game day environment?
1: Oh, Louisiana State University, man. Oh, really? I got that was astronomical. I loved it. Being I mean, me, being from Louisiana, um, had a chance to go to LSU. Didn't didn't want to go because it was too close to home for me. So I went to Auburn instead. And, and going to Auburn, going you know having a chance to go play there, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. It's beautiful. Georgia, Georgia had a good one as well. So. Uh, so those places man they, they, they get pumped up.
2: Do you, do you stay in touch with Ronnie Brown or uh, Cadillac Williams and point out that uh, even though they got drafted in the first round neither one of them has a Super Bowl ring? <laughs> no
1: you know what Ron, Ronnie said something about it one time uh, we, you know but we don't talk about it too much <laughs> well, <laughs> I was you- just with them too you mentioned how yeah, well, I was
2: real quick. I know yeah. Cadillac is coaching running backs at Auburn now. At uh, Auburn, yeah. So you fellow uh, fellow coach, uh, bordering states, I would imagine you're still seeing them a little bit. No, no, yeah, you
1: So I'm not at the game, man. Uh, when they played Penn State. Oh, nice.
0: You you mentioned how high they got drafted. It does seem like where you know the modern NFL, they're not valuing the, the running back position as much the you know these running backs are struggling even the high picks to get to a second contract and and really get paid. what's your thought on the on the running back position in general? Hey, your, your kid is playing offensive line would you would you recommend him trying to be a running back like where are you at with running backs in general?
1: my younger kid Quinn um he he was playing running back up until this year. they still give it to him a little bit now. Um, I told him a couple of nights ago. I'm like Quinn, I love you to death, man, but running back is not worth it. Like, what do you <laughs> mean? It's worth... I say it's not worth it, and you're not that good at it. So, <laughs> so you need to you need to find you need to go play on defense now. A kid on defense will absolutely destroy you. Right? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, man, they played a game in Tampa Bay in Tampa, <laughs> out there, and they were up, to four, you know, 14 and 12. They, them guys the other team got the ball on like the 2 yard line going in to score and this running back had been killing you know he had been running good the whole game this guy get in there on three on on, on three straight downs and and tackle this guy in the backfield for 2 yard loss every time then he made a tackle on the quarterback trying to scramble out the pocket to, to throw a pass, chase them all the way down the, up on the other side of the field and got a sack on him for like another two-yard loss. I said, dude, defense is your thing. <laughs> right? It's your thing. Little, like, little LT. Block,
2: if you were to run too. it back, would you have been a defensive end? I kind of wish I did play defensive
1: end, man. It, it, it's crazy. It's crazy the, the way things go and the way things happen in life because I have an interesting, you know, why, another reason why I didn't go to LSU to play for Coach Saban because, you know, where it was, he was going to change me. He was going to change my position from running back to defensive end. Oh. I'm like, it's too close to home and I'm playing running back. I don't know what <laughs> happens? I'm playing running back. Screw it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So as I get up, you know, I go to Auburn, I play running back. I get to the league. And the guys I grew up playing against, playing with, and hearing their name on, on, on Newsline 9 every Friday night and like hearing them you know, playing AAU basketball against these guys like Marcus Spears, Michael Clayton, played me, uh, uh, Corey Webster, and I played on the same AAU basketball team. And our high schools were really close. So all of those guys, you know, those guys, hey man, don't come here, like don't come here because they're gonna change your position. So I'm like, okay, because they changed their position. But if you go back and look at it, right, he changed Michael Clayton' position from a uh, uh, a triple option quarterback. Right to a wide receiver. That worked. He gets out. drafted in the first round. Yeah. From LSU. Gets drafted in the first round. Okay. change Marcus Spears' position from a uh tight end, a dominant number one ranked tight end in the country to defensive end. He gets drafted in the first round. Takes Corey Webster from quarterback, running the triple option again at St. James. Take him from uh from quarterback and makes him a cornerback. He goes second round. I'm like, God damn it. I should have went and let him change my shit. Saving could have made you a first round pick. What are you doing? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, right? I just did. I didn't, you know. But he never said he was going to change me. They told me that. Yeah. It ended, up, it ended up working out great for those guys.
0: Yeah, they were. Yeah, totally. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's a good story. Man. That's great. Yeah,
1: man.
0: Taking a quick break from the Brandon Jacobs interview to talk about our buddies over at Odds Trader again. Odds Trader is your one stop shop when it comes to finding uh, all the major books and all the best prices. Again, you can compare the different signup codes the promos, get the best player stats as well. Key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, which is really important uh, for this Sunday with the London game, uh, all the hurricane stuff going on. You need to stay up to date, handicapping, play by play updates. The bet tracker odds trader has it all. So get started today. Go to odds trader.com slash ODDS trader.com slash blue wire odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by the Elias game plan app. Uh, if you're like me, and you probably are because you're listening to a sports gambling podcast, you're always looking for more information when it comes to betting, fantasy. Love my Elias uh, game plan app. Again, a ton of the nuggets I pull from uh, the research for the show uh, comes from the Elias game plan app. This is a uh, one uh, I really liked for the dolphins Bengals game. This is the fourth time the dolphins have started the season three and O since 2000, each of the other three times, 2002, 2013, 2018, they failed to reach the postseason and averaged only eight wins over those three seasons. Hopefully for big Rob, that is not the case with this dolphins team, right? They're going to the super bowl. Download the Elias game plan app, E L I A S, and use our promo code SGPN15 to get 15% off your annual subscription. That's the Elias game plan app, promo code SGPN15 for 15% off. Last but not least, make sure you check out Fubo TV. Again, if you're watching football, you got to cut the cord, man. And just because you cut the cord doesn't mean you're going to miss out on the games. College football, pro football, the red zone. All the games in 4K at no extra charge. They got you covered, and again, a fraction of the price of cable. Cloud-based DVR, so you can take all your shows, your games on the go, and you get seven free days plus 15% off your first month. All you got to do is go to fuboTV.com/sgp. That's fuboTV.com/sgp, and we're back talking Brandon Jacobs. Uh, you know, you mentioned Ryan was uh, asking about like autographing, uh, you know, jerseys after the game, you said you still have the ball that you spiked into the play clock. That was a great one. Uh, you know, looking through your, uh, doing a little research before the interview, I completely spaced on this, uh, but you were fined once uh, $10,000 for throwing <laughs> your helmet into uh, the into the stands in Indianapolis. Uh, you have to bring that up. <laughs> hey, it would
1: be a Philadelphia fan to bring. Some yeah, exactly. Like that Come on, you know, got to bust your that. chops
0: a little bit. <laughs> uh, so man. what is so
1: now, now against Indianapolis coach, and uh, <laughs> nothing was happening for me. And just seemed like every time my mom got in, something happened. I'm like, "Well, do they not want to block with me?" I was pissed. Right, I was so mad. And then Coach Kaufman was on me. You know, I'm making mistakes. Kind of like my worst game. Man, I got part of my worst game. Like emotionally and physically than I ever played. I felt like when I got the ball, things just crashed down. I felt like I wasn't running this hard. I felt like I, I was just, I don't know. I felt like I just screwed myself out of that particular Sunday from the morning to, you know, to, you know, tonight. So he pulled me out the game. He benched me, and I had on these new Reebok sticking, you know, sticker gloves that me and the mod only wore. So he may be able to test to the stickiness of these gloves. He may, <laughs> him and I was the only two that wore them right? I was pissed, but I wasn't that pissed off about throwing a helmet 25 rows into the stands. I wasn't that mad. I wasn't, you know, I was still in my right mind. So I tried to throw the helmet. I had it by a face mask. Like, my whole hand was in the inside of the face mask. Like, you know, I wasn't, just took it, and I wanted to throw it up against the the um, the um bench. And I just followed through, and it stuck on it. I got up to the very <laughs> tight, came off, and I saw it fly up, and I was like, like, if if a camera, if we had the cameras that they have now, then... Oh, the
0: cell people phone? Would, people would,
1: no, but people would, like, all the cameras around the field that they have now, people, the cameras would be able to show, like, I really didn't want to do that. Come <laughs> my after I do it, I was like... <laughs> And I just sat down, and I'm like, "Holy shit! What, what did I just do? Now, you know, now, I didn't want to throw it. I wanted to throw it against the bench, man. So that was that, that was a real mistake. And now, people might be like, BS. It was. <laughs>
0: now, what did you get your helmet back? Because if I was a Colts fan, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna keep. This is a great souvenir. Did you have to go up in the stands and get it back? Like what happened? No. So
1: the, the uh, event staff that they had working in the game, yeah, went the helmet back, and I'm like. And I'm thinking like this, like, kind of like, yo, let him keep it. Just bring it down. <laughs> I'll sign it. Let him keep it. Let him keep it. If that's the worst thing that happened and he's keeping the helmet, then cool. One of my game helmets that I played and I signed it, I gave it back to him. And Coach from put me on the bench so I would not getting back in the game. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm going to need it. So just, you know, like, let him keep it. Let him keep it. But they brought the helmet back down, you know, and then, um, you know, because there's it was, it was a lot of stuff that could have came from it. You know, Giants could have been sued. The NFL could have been sued you know, like all of that stuff going to happen. Yeah. So I got the fine from the league and then uh, Peyton, uh, Peyton, I think gave the guy uh, like this, this whole bunch of stuff that was signed and <laughs> stuff like that. And it was, it, went, it was gone, you know, like, just like that. So I'm like, that's the part I was more worried about, but we ended up getting out of that thing pretty good, man. But it was, it was definitely a mistake, man. So 10
2: grand from the NFL. Does that, is that bigger than the amount of fines you got from coach Coughlin <laughs> over the years? <laughs> oh man,
1: Coach Coughlin. So yeah, that, that fine was. But you know, I'm gonna tell you, like, I I, I would get fined from Coach Coughlin. Not that much, But I, I didn't get fined by him like that much because I always did what I was supposed to do. I didn't push him, you know. I, I didn't push him. Um, you know, he might have fined me a few times, you know, twenty five hundred bucks here or there. Um, like that. It wasn't really too bad with uh Coughlin, man. Oh, that's good.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Coughlin was known for running a tight ship. Um, was it, tr- was it true? He always had the clock set like five minutes ahead or something. If you're, if you're not there, you're late. That, that's like a little too far. Right?
1: Yeah. He, he, he set the clock's <laughs> five minutes ahead. Um Yeah. He's that I mean, um, Yeah. But you know, it's just, it's just, it's just coach Coughlin, man. He was just the guy, you know, that wanted you to be perfect, man. He was a guy that came in with rules and you know, like kind of that, you know, he had he had kids that, that, that were a tad bit older than a lot of us, you know what I'm saying? So he would had that real like figure on us. Like he wanted us to be great, he wanted us to be good men, he wanted us to be hook, be good husbands and dads, you know. So that's more like what, you know, his he and Grant, you know, and, and playing for Coach Coffin was was the greatest thing for me. Um, but a lot of guys had problems with the way he, you know, he he handled the team. And, he, you know, and coach knew that. He knew that, and he he gave us our leadership committee, and we started to, you know, be the middle role, get votes from each other because we can't have the whole team vote on a certain things. So we had a leadership committee. It was like twelve of us that voted on certain things that you know we wanted and stuff like that. Man, it was great, you know. So the, so those teams that I was on, Coach Coughlin's coach probably was my was the best time of my life, you know, and it all predicated, you know, to me
2: playing for Coach Coughlin and the rest of the guys I went to war with who is was the guy in that team that no one gives enough credit for being the dog in the locker room? Oh, myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love that. I'm gonna area. be honest. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be honest. Like oh, a lot of people don't, but I never really said like too much about what I think I deserve. You know, people don't. You factor in this. Fans do that all the time. Like they stay on me about this ring of honor thing. I'm like, you guys, I can't, I don't know why. I don't know what's happening. You know, they had guys out there, had guys that hadn't been in the ring of honor that played before me, who was affected, like Otis Sanders or Rodney Hemp and, you know, Joe Morris, like guys like that had, those guys just went in. So I, you know, I, I get it, you know, so you can't, I don't know, you know, those guys are just going in, So and they played in the 80s, you know, it's 2022, so, you know, people just got to be patient. If it happens, it can happen down the line. If, you know, so... Who knows? You know, people ask me, but I never really throw myself in the mix when people start saying things.
2: Uh, You know, know. Giants could use a dog like you in the locker room right now, (laughs) Brandon.
0: Now, Brandon, before we uh, before we let you go, it is you know we do make picks on the show. (laughs) Who is your pick to win the NFC East here in 2022? (laughs) He doesn't
1: Uh, want to say Eagles. Oh no, I'm gonna take you back because before. Uh, I'm just going with the Giants' the offensive line played play, play bad last night. You know, I'm going I'm to take that approach. I think the Giants' offensive line played bad just last night. And I think they are a good football team. And I think they have the defense to be able to play with anybody in the NFL. And I'm going to have to say the New York Giants is going to win. That's what NFC I'm talking games. about. He's not. Yes. Listen, they're going to split with Philadelphia. They're okay. They're going to split with Philly. We're going to beat Dallas the next time. And we're going to sweep
2: Washington. Yeah. That's that sounds foreign to the well, division. And so I just follow up. So I, I, you know, you played in the division. You, I'm sure you hate all the teams and we, we talked about the Cowboys, but was there anything worse than having to go uh, down and play in Philly in front of those fans? I loved it. I yes. Loved it. There you go. It. Brandon. Listen, listen, it was real. Like Philadelphia.
1: If I had to pick my fan base, if I had to pick my fan base outside of my giant fan base, I'm going. Philly. Let's wow. go. I like, I like the nastiness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like that. They're yelling at you while you're on the sideline. You know, a lot of these guys nowadays, they're having problems. <laughs> you know, fans saying all kinds of stuff. Like back then, like, you know, you got guys want to go up in the stands and fight and say stuff and do this. I'm just going to tell you something back.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm just going to tell you something It back. got like, you fired up.
1: Guys get getting a little sensitive about it. <laughs> but I like doing, like, it was tough going in there winning. Which we had no problems doing, you know. We had no problems going into Philadelphia on a Sunday night, or Sunday afternoon at four fifteen, and <laughs> kick their asses. We never had a problem <laughs> doing that, but it was so fun going in there doing it. But we got out, we got our stuff handed to us too, and, and there were some
2: great
0: battles, man. Brian great Dawkins, battles. Brian oh, Dawkins, respect. all time. That's one dog time guy. Dog.
2: I would have given you a pass if you jersey swapped <laughs> with Brian Dawkins. Listen,
1: Brian Dawkins. I wish I would have jersey swapped with Brian Dawkins, the greatest competitor I've ever faced.
2: Love uh, it. The I'm not gonna argue.
1: Greatest competitor that I've ever shared the football field with as an opponent, no doubt about it. It is not close with me. And then Ed Reed is the second one. Oh,
0: um, I like it. Brian on. Dawkins ahead of Ed Reed. <laughs> Appreciate well, it, I'm Brandon. Not,
1: no, no, listen, listen. In, in competitive I'm talking about <laughs> like passionate <laughs> about yeah. the game, like competitive. He's gonna be there for his team. Brian Dawkins, man. Great playing against him. Great competing against the guy, man. Greatest competitor I've ever, I've I've ever played against.
2: I love that.
0: Well, awesome. Great way to go out, Uh, Brandon. Appreciate you calling into the show. Make sure you check out Brandon on Twitter at Brandon Jacobs twenty seven and subscribe to his new podcast Twenty Seven and Q. You can get it wherever uh, you get great podcasts.
1: Yeah, man. So I got. I have. So I'm doing that podcast with me and my guy Rich Q. I have another podcast with a couple of my buddies called Facts Over Feelings. It's really funny. It's really funny and it's really kind of like hardcore as well. So, you know, it's kind of all areas, you know, that I do. So mm-hmm. it's facts over feelings. Go there and, you know, and subscribe as well. You know, 27 and Q is getting off the ground. You know, we're you know we're killing it. We're doing great. You know, talking about a lot of great topics, a lot of sports. We have uh, uh, football, we got basketball, we got boxing, baseball. We talk about some of everything. Pop culture, like some of everything. So, man, so you guys be sure to get with
2: us. Welcome to the podcast, game, Brandon.
0: Awesome, you, man. man. Best of luck. I'm, I'm Appreciate it. it. Thanks for calling hey, in. Thank you, guys. Awesome, uh, awesome talking with Brandon Jacobs. And uh, anytime you can get someone to shit on the Cowboys, Kramer, you know he's a uh, true friend of the program. Yeah.
2: Again, I I never would have imagined uh, you would have been so happy to have a conversation. Well, as with the he pointed out,
0: he recognizes a real fan base when he sees one, aka the Eagles said he wished he could. I mean, when he said Dawkins was the, the single greatest competitor he ever shared a field with, you saw how serious he got. You gotta watch it. YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast, just to see how close and intense he gets when he describes how awesome Brad Dawkins is.
2: Yeah. And just uh, you, you watch that and then we'll, maybe we'll put it in the article, but then you watch the, how excited the sports science guy was to get run over by Brandon Jacobs. <laughs> Didn't even get to it in the interview, but yeah, like,
0: look up that sports science with Brandon oh. Jacobs. That guy was a, uh, you know, just a Mack truck on the field. Just the guy's excitement though, to get run over. Like <laughs> he, he did seem very excited. Uh Hey guys. Thank you as always for tuning into the show. Toss us a, a nice rating over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just hit five stars on Spotify, screenshot it, submit it in the, uh, our app, the SGPN app, for your chance to win. Free gear every Monday, merch Monday. Do a $100 gift certificate to the SGPN merch store every Monday. Amp it up here. And uh, shout out to uh, today's winner, already been emailed. So uh, check your email box if you submit it because pretty, uh, pretty decent chance you won. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Fuck the Cowboys. Kramer, let it ride.